Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. What's up, everybody, on this Wednesday night? Glad to see you. I've uh, got something to talk about. I am taking advantage of some click... Not clickbaiting. It's not clickbaiting. I have more integrity than that. Uh, Of a poll question that got a lot of interaction earlier today from our radio show's account. And so we're going to talk about it here. Who has the best baseball team in the state of Mississippi? Simple question. Apparently not a simple answer. I think it's a simple answer. Apparently not to most people. Uh, so that's what we're talking about tonight. Masters talk, whatever else comes up. If you guys got anything at all, whatever's on your mind, drop it in the comments. I'm I'm down to talk about whatever for the next half hour or so. Whatever's on your mind, bring it in. Of course, as you know, my name is Michael Borky. Uh, follow me if you don't already on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you have not already and actually like physically like the video as well. Uh, if you like what you hear, I would very much appreciate that. Uh, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. If you're watching on Twitter, if you're watching on Twitter, and I assume the uh, the clickbaiting, and again, it's not clickbait. I have more integrity than that. I assume the title has a lot of people in that usually probably don't watch these little live streams that I do. Uh, you cannot comment. You cannot be like JP. You cannot comment. So uh, hop on over to either Facebook or YouTube, and you can actually be uh, a part of this. Give me one second. Uh, I'm going to share the show, and then we'll get started. I'm going to share the show, then we'll get started. This topic got a lot of people talking. Again, I think it's an obvious, easy answer. I do. But apparently some people disagree with that notion. Give me one second, though. Um, uh-oh, Kyrie got into another argument with fans. Good for him, man. That's, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Sarcasm, of course. Um, anyway. Give me one second here. I, I, I need to get like an intro screen or something like I used to for the morning stuff. But now that, uh, now that things changed, um, I have to get one made and it's a whole a whole deal and so i'm being kind of lazy and just doing this ahead of time you guys are doing well by the way uh the weather's gonna stink this weekend so much for uh, enjoying your baseball uh you got a couple of home series around here and uh the weather is going to be terrible. That's uh that's no fun. All right, it's finally out there. Uh, enough stalling. Here we go. JP says, "Hey, I missed the show today. Didn't expect you guys to go here today." Um <laughs> I mean, how could you not right after that game last night after Southern Miss beat Old Miss last night on a night where I mean, let, let's call it how it is. Let's be honest here. Southern Miss didn't play well last night. They didn't. They didn't play well. They, they gave, I mean, how many free bases? I, I should have the box score up. That's uh, an indictment on me that I don't. Um, Southern Miss very uncharacteristically gave free bases, had a bulk in there as well, an error on top of that, didn't play clean baseball and still beat Ole Miss last night. They are now 2-0 against the SEC representation in the state of Mississippi. It was a conversation that I, I thought was worth having, and we had it. And the answer, at least right now, today, April 6th, the best college baseball team in the state of Mississippi right now is Southern Miss. Right now, today, it's Southern Miss. And, and, I mean, we have a sample size to prove it. It's only one game, but they beat Ole Miss last night when they didn't play well. Again, Southern Miss uncharacteristically had an error, but more importantly, Southern Miss walked six guys. They have had, up to this point, one of the nation's best uh, strikeout-to-walk ratios And last night they gave away free passes, uh, which is out of character for them. 
and still beat Ole Miss. And that's just a few weeks removed from absolutely spanking Mississippi State. I think they have the most complete pitching staff in the state right now. And their RPI is also very, very good. Uh, I would love to sit here and hear an argument that says that they are not. A real argument that says that right now today, April 6th, again, that's important because things can change by the end of the season, especially in this sport. They tend to do that, especially when we're talking about Mississippi State, who finds a way to get hot at the end of seasons, at least in recent history. However, as of April 6th today, Southern Miss is the best college baseball team in the state of Mississippi. That, to me, is an inarguable fact, and I would love to hear a counter to tell me I'm wrong, but I think it's inarguable. So I'm open. I'm open to hearing somebody tell me that that is not the case. Uh, But it does show, so we ran a poll out there. And by the way, anytime I run a poll on our radio show's Twitter account, Mississippi State's going to win the poll. No matter what it is, Mississippi State's going to win the poll. It's incredible. I I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know where that comes from, but I know it happens. If it's Mississippi State versus somebody else, Mississippi State's going to win the poll. For whatever reason, our Twitter followers that are state fans are uh, always going to win polls. They just do. (laughs) They really just do. Uh, Today, I put the poll out there, and it was quite simple. Who has the best baseball team in Mississippi? The final results, I say final, it's still going on, but after 1,800 votes, 51% 51% Southern Miss, 14% Ole Miss, 34.5% Mississippi State. For a long time, it was like 43 to 43 even. For for a long time today, and I think like, if I remember correctly, we got a couple of pretty significant retweets from like big um, big Southern Miss people. But And, and yeah, uh, all time is, is really not um, really not a conversation worth having here. I'm just talking about right now. All time is a totally different conversation and uh, one that's not worth having. It's not worth having because the answer, there's only one answer. It's an obvious one, and, and there's really no debate to be had there. Not not one. But I don't know, Jason. Jason says, I don't know about best, but certainly the hottest. Well, but that's the thing. They've been like this all year. This is an all-year thing. It's not like they just randomly woke up today and started winning games. They've been this good from the jump. But also, he said too many losses to bad teams state to say the best yet, but they've damn well got a chance to be. Um, new to the show? I appreciate you. Glad you're here. Ben says, my friends call me Herc. I work at Falcon Car Wash. Can't wait for Friday night. Should be a great weekend for an Ole Miss sweep. They need one. They uh, They need one. Um, and if that was a reference that I don't quite, that I, that I missed, that completely went over my head, forgive me, uh, still a little foggy, but, uh, anyway, yeah, Ole Miss needs one. They need one badly. There's two things that you can take away from last night, uh, from both sides, right? For Southern Miss, obviously it's a very big win. They now have, uh, multiple, well, three midweek wins over SEC teams, uh, Alabama not being a particularly good SEC team, but they're certainly competent and capable. They're just not, in, you know, as good as uh, Ole Miss and State are, obviously. Um, but their RPI is good. They have two quality midweek wins, and those two wins are more valuable. Neutral site wins over teams like that, who I know State's RPI isn't particularly good right now. It will continue to get better. Hell, they lost the series to Arkansas, and their RPI moved up 10 spots. And they lost two games last weekend. So State's RPI is going to get better. Ole Miss is is very good. Those two wins on a neutral site are more valuable than almost all of the weekends they'll play this year. They've got a series win at at ULL, which is a good one. Uh, They've got a series win over Louisiana Tech, which is a good one. You got Old Dominion on the schedule, who's you know pretty good. But but last night was big for Southern Miss when you're talking about the hosting conversation and all that. On the flip side. And this is something I've, t- I've talked about with you guys a lot. Talked about it on a podcast a good bit. And um, this is something that I brought up after the first week of the season, the second week of the season, and, and people repeatedly told me that it was too early and that it was cold and whatever. But um, 
last night's loss for Ole Miss is not a bad one in a vacuum. In a vacuum, losing a midweek game to a team with an RPI like Southern Miss is not a big deal. Especially when you had a lead when you put Brandon Johnson in the game. And uh, if I was asked yesterday morning, hey, Ole Miss is going to have a lead when Brandon Johnson takes the mound, I would have told you, well, Ole Miss wins the game. And that's baseball sometimes and, you know, tip of the cap to clutch hits and all that. So in a vacuum, it's not that big of a deal. It's really not. Losing to Southern Miss is not going to hurt you in a midweek game at a neutral site. It won't. But the way they lost, uh, the way they lost, they, they had one hit, what, one hit through five, two hits through six. Now that one hit through five happened to be a three-run jack. But they still struggled to hit the baseball. And they're a bad defensive team. They're bad at it at the moment um, and too inconsistent at the plate. Last night was just another example of the problems that have been plaguing this team. And so this weekend now becomes incredibly important for Ole Miss to at least get two uh, to try to stay on track. I mean, some regional projections have Ole Miss as a two seed right now, not even hosting at the moment. So they've got some work to do. They've got a lot to clean up, and the thing is, we can say that every week, but at what point does that become an identity? At what point does they've got to clean this up, become this is just who they are? I mean, it's April 6th now. They've got to play better defensively has been a thing every week. So at what point? Um, It's gut check time for that team, I think. It is. uh, It is absolutely gut check time for that team. Craig Pelicans are, are in the playoffs. Well, sort of. They're in the play-in game. They're in the play-in game. Uh, hopefully, it's one at home. You know, they got to beat. They, they have to win two of their next three, I think. With uh, They've got Portland. They'll play Memphis, who I assume won't be trying to win at that point. They're still very, very good, even when they're without their stars. But I can't imagine Memphis will be really given full effort just yet. Um, and then Golden State. But, yeah, they're in the play-in, man. And they get the Lakers pick, which is a lottery pick, which is awesome. Um, my pick to win the Masters is Colin Morikawa. He's got great value on his odds as well. You can get him at plus 2,000 right now. Uh, Rom is the odds-on favorite at plus 1,000. Uh, but, yeah, I, uh, I really like Colin Morikawa. He is my pick to win the Masters. I'm just a big fan of his overall and his game matches and his personality matches what – the Masters can take out of a golfer. I'm a big fan of his. JP says, uh, State definitely hasn't found it uh, down to arms. Ole Miss with a vaunted batting order is quite a different squad this season without Nikhazy and Hoagland. Well, and, th- and that's the thing, that vaunted batting order hadn't, it, a- against the better teams they've played, hadn't really looked like it. I mean, Tennessee completely blanked them. Um, they hit the baseball well against Auburn, but but Auburn certainly doesn't have a pitching staff that scares you. Uh, and they didn't really hit the ball until they got deep into a bad Kentucky bullpen. Um, we know through sample size that the, that Ole Miss offense and the players in it are better than they have produced so far this season. We know that, but they have to start producing. Has to happen soon. Uh, has to, or else they're going to start losing games. You think Alabama's just going to come in here and roll over for you? I, I don't. I mean, Alabama... If you're a state fan, you know what I'm talking about. They could have swept you in Starkville. They're not incapable. So this is a big weekend for them. Thank you. I'm always fair. I, I believe so. I, I think I think I am. I, there are some preconceived notions about me because of, you know, I don't want to go into that tonight, actually. But there are some preconceived notions that uh, are not accurate when you go to the tape. What I put out there suggests otherwise. But anyway, Brian Yeti says, can't make an argument against Southern Miss right now. Better them than Ole Miss. I hear you. I hear you, man. Yeah, you can't right now. Uh, And if they keep up this trajectory, they'll be hosting, which will be awesome. Which will be awesome. That is true. That that Dallas Baptist week was pretty rough. Sweep was pretty rough for them. Um, Eagles pitching Ole Miss Elko went 0 for 4. He's got a strikeout problem right now. He's got a strikeout problem. 
Big Dog asking me if I saw the D1 midseason field of 64 projection state, a three seed at Dallas Baptist, Southern Miss a two seed at Louisville, Ole Miss a two seed at Notre Dame. Um, I did not see that. I'll pull it up right now. I saw the Baseball America one that sent Mississippi State to Charlottesville, which just angers you. Uh, And Notre Dame, the same thing. I mean, look, uh, all joking aside about these teams and how they've played so far this year, uh, if you're Notre Dame, if you're Louisville, if you're Dallas Baptist and you see those teams in your regional, you are so mad. (laughs) You are so mad. Uh, I mean, imagine seeing State as a three seed in your regional. That is insane. Um, But anyway, all right, so the Tennessee, the number one overall seed opposite that Mississippi State, uh, Dallas Baptist regional. TCU is the two in that one for what it's worth. Uh, Vanderbilt hosting in Nashville with NC State there too. Auburn being the two in Charlottesville. Arkansas hosting with Louisiana Tech there, too, and Oklahoma there, three. That's a cakewalk regional for Arkansas, with all due respect to Louisiana Tech. I know they're good, but come on. Um, yeah, Southern Miss at Louisville with West Virginia and SEMO. Uh, that's a pretty good draw as a two. Lubbock has Texas Tech and Texas State as their two. That's interesting. Oklahoma State hosting Arizona across from Gonzaga, who's having a really nice year with Oregon as their two. Florida, the two in Miami. Ole Miss, Rutgers, Wright State, and Notre Dame. That'd be a hell of a draw for Ole Miss, honestly. I mean, I know uh, this team not hosting with what they had coming back would be a failure in in just that context. Now, if they get out of a regional and play in a super and get out of that, it doesn't matter. But not hosting a regional with this team would be quite a disappointment. If you draw Notre Dame, Rutgers, and Wright State, you feel pretty damn good about your uh, your regional, no doubt. Uh, LSU, the two in Texas, that would stink for LSU, but they don't play good enough defense. Oregon State also hosting UCLA and Georgia currently listed as a host as well. So yeah, yeah, you don't want to you you don't want to see those teams as your two or three. That's for sure. Uh, I don't think we can say they're in the driver's seat for hosting yes, uh, yet, JP, because Conference USA just doesn't do them any favors. It, it really doesn't. Um, they really can't afford slip-ups. Now, I guess that does – they'll need a little help as well. But they're they're close. I mean, just win all of your weekends, and yeah, you'll host. Especially look at your attendance number. Uh, that helps a ton. With, with the bidding process and all that stuff. Jason says, I love USM. Hattiesburg is my favorite town anywhere, but I feel like we're trying to compare apples to watermelons. A state or Ole Miss swept by Dallas Baptist or Jacksonville State? I mean, Southern Miss wasn't swept by Jacksonville State, but Mississippi State lost a game to Northern Kentucky. Have you seen what Long Beach has done lately? And again, they... They played each other. They they played each other. We had they played against each other. Midweek, no midweek. I don't care. They played against each other. They're really good. They are. They're really good. Tyler has a good point. If the Rebels win this weekend, that's three of four SEC series wins. It, it is. It, it is. But. It's, you know, Kentucky and Alabama with a sweep against Tennessee. You know, it's uh, the early schedule does them favors in that regard. But when you're talking about getting back into the hosting conversation after the Tennessee weekend, uh, I don't know how much this will do it. But point, still a good one. (laughs) Winning three or four SEC weekends is as good of a start as you can ask for. Just has looked funny and kind of felt funny, you know. Pirates of Southern Miss seems to choke whenever they get into a regional. Um, yeah, I think they have more pitching depth this year than they usually have had. I think they're stronger. They're more equipped there to get through a four-team regional than they were, say, even a year ago, where they had great hitting. They just they didn't have the pitching. They just didn't have the pitching. But, boy, that was a polarizing conversation. That's why I love sports fans, though, right? I mean, this is 
the whole point of being a sports fan is having irrational hope. I, I can't stand the people that do things like, oh, wake me up in June. I'm not even going to watch this team until the postseason. Where? What is the fun in that? Like, What is the, the point of even being a fan at that point if you're not going to live and die by everything that your team does? I mean, that, that's... I'm glad most of you are hanging on every pitch and dribble and snap. I mean, that's what it's supposed to be. That's what makes it so fun, and that's what... That's what we're here for, right? It's it's irrationality. I've got myself convinced. I'm not kidding. I've got myself convinced that the Saints are going to win 12 games this year. Because I, I was listening to a, a, a Saints, a New Orleans-based podcast earlier, and they were like, you know, the team making these moves now says that they think that they're in, they're still in win-now mode, and, and they shouldn't be because this roster isn't built to win right now. And I thought, okay, it's the identical roster they had a year ago. Minus an often injured offensive lineman who they will replace in the draft and a safety. Before Jameis, they were five and two before Jameis got hurt. What do you mean they can't win right now? But I'm a bit irrational. I think they can win right now. I think they can win 12 games next year. I really do. Will they? Probably not. Do I think so? Yeah. I think when Zion comes back healthy, the Pelicans are going to compete for the top of the Western Conference next year. Will they? Probably not. Do I think they will, though? Yes. And I'm going to spend all offseason thinking that and listening to the podcasts and, and reading the articles and watching Summer League and watching preseason and working myself up into a hopeful frenzy that will inevitably dis- be disappointing. But damn, the ride's going to be fun, right? This conversation right here is why I love I, I love sports. Because there's no reason to think your team's better than Southern Miss right now, but you do. And maybe you'll be right at the end. And that maybe, that little hope is all we need. It's just all we need. And I love it. Jason says, Southern Miss doesn't choke. They don't have the talent generally to beat these teams consistently. Big difference in beating SEC teams midweek starters and winning a series versus weekend rotations. That's why I think um, that's why I think this year they are a little bit different because I do think they have more of that pitching depth that can win series like this. Chase with a rational take here. At the moment, no one can honestly say Southern Miss isn't, quote, playing better and having the better season. He said Ole Miss and State are probably, quote, better. It's rational. It's fair. And again, maybe at the end of the season, we'll see that come to fruition. As I said on Sunday, or was it Monday on the radio show? Either way, um, counting out Mississippi State is foolish. I think I said it with you guys on Sunday. It's foolish. Uh, it's something only a, a stupid person would do, would be counting out Mississippi State. But this is what I was talking about when Landon Sims was out for the year with injury. I was talking about this right here when people kept telling me, Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. We have different standards at Mississippi State. Yeah, that's fine. But what I was talking about has come to fruition. But counting that team out is just a a goofy, goofy, goofy thing to do. Really goofy thing to do. JP says, wins against Arizona State, Florida State, and Ole Miss over the past two regionals isn't exactly choking. No, they they didn't. They, uh, They did not do that. Tyler says, how about all three teams make it to Omaha? I would love that. <laughs> I mean, summer content as the uh, the content generator for a three-hour radio show every day, I can tell you summer content is not easy. Sitting in here in this exact space every day trying to figure out how to make three hours entertaining sometimes can be like pulling teeth. So all three teams making it to Omaha would – be less so. I remember how fast last summer went because State played all the way until the final game of the baseball season, right? Obviously. And so, like, that ended, and, like, a week later, it was like, hey, time for media days. Let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, if they all get eliminated in the first weekend or whatever, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do uh, for the rest of the summer. So I-, I hope the same thing, man. Tyler, That's that's funny you say that, too. 
when what would be best for me is if specifically Ole Miss and State made every national championship. That would be ideal. That would be a dream for me. That would be a dream. Uh, it would drive more listeners, which would drive revenue, which means, you know, I get money and money is good. It pays for things. So, yeah, I would love to have all three of them make Omaha. I would love to have Ole Miss and, and State meet in the college football national championship, and I would love all three teams to make the final four. That that would be the dream scenario. Um, and, and truthfully, it's what I'm rooting for. I, I want everybody to be good. People are more excited and more engaging when the teams are good or if there's a coaching search. It's the, the exact polar opposites of the spectrum. It's when the team's really, really good or we're firing our coach and getting a new one. That That is the spectrums. It's th- those two blow everything else out of the water. Average is bad. Give me everybody. Chase said, I texted it in today. Uh, you have to see some consistency. They have yet to show it. But if what you saw at a first on Sunday in KC and Tepper yesterday should scare you if you're an opposing fan. Thoughts on Cameron Smith to win the Masters. That's an interesting pick. Let me find his odds here. Um, am I scrolling past him? He's at plus 1,600. I didn't realize he was that... High up there. I mean, it's Rom, Thomas, DJ Smith, Scheffler, all DJ Smith and Scheffler all sharing the same odds. That's a good pick. Man, if you can hit one of these golf futures, I mean, think if if you if I slap down a hundred bucks on Colin Morikawa tomorrow and he actually won the damn thing. Whew. Oh, that's right. They are down two safeties, but they, they already signed the one from the Jets, and that that got me to Anyway, no, you're right. No, you're right. But um, I, I agree with you. I think the roster is ready to win right now. I do. Oh, Chase, I, I cut off your uh, your message there. You said you have to see it first. But you can't see the dudes they have and think there's no way they can't put it together and be a buzzsaw that you really don't want to run into. For sure. After State beats LSU this weekend, the talk will change about MSU. Yeah. It certainly would. And, I mean, you're catching LSU at a pretty good time, too. Uh, you know, they, they're obviously quite talented. Uh, one of the worst defensive baseball teams I've seen since being a, a part of watching and covering college baseball. It's brutal. It's brutal watching them play defense. Just basic defensive baseball. They stink at it. Uh, if they keep that up, State's going to get a lot of gifts this weekend, uh, for sure. I'm excited about the Masters, too. And Major League Baseball starts tomorrow. I, I'll tell you what, guys. I, I know this is a big baseball state, and I know you guys care a lot. Tell me if I'm crazy. Major League Baseball's opening day tomorrow is an afterthought. Now, if you're a big Braves fan or something, maybe you disagree with that, but I'm talking about nationally, the national conversation about sports. Opening day is tomorrow. Opening day of Major League Baseball is tomorrow. And it's not the story tomorrow. It's Tiger Woods and the Masters. Unfortunate timing for Major League Baseball, but it's an afterthought. It's a complete and total afterthought. Uh, It snuck up on me. I mean, we're... We're doing our show from Dancing Rabbit tomorrow, and it's Masters-based. Because more of our listeners, based on my observations and a little bit of data, says that you guys want to hear more about the Masters than Major League Baseball's opening day tomorrow. Think about that. This is Mississippi. This is a baseball state. And more of you want to hear about Tiger, but not just Tiger. I mean, him separate and also the Masters than Major League Baseball's opening day. That blows my mind. See, Brown Yeti, I, I forgot. Completely forgot. Tomorrow's opening day. Afterthought. Complete and total afterthought. 
It's mind-blowing. Big Dog says, "Do you can you believe Mississippi State has not won a series versus LSU at Duty Noble since 97? What? I mean, I believe you. I, I just, I never, I would not have believed you. No, I, if you weren't presenting that as absolute fact, I would have been like, no, no way. Wow, what a stat. What a stat. I think that changes this weekend. JP says, I believe the day will come when the NCAA has no choice but to award Mississippi three regionals host sites. They'll find a way not to. Because of the grow the game thing. So they'll give it to UCLA so 300 people can go watch to, to grow the game or whatever. Um, they have a history of that. It stinks. I mean, I know I I appreciate the effort, but that's not the way to do it, in my opinion. The, the way to grow the game, to me, is to show off what's great about it and make inspire others to be great. Here's what I mean by that. So if they're down to, to two choices, and they could either send a regional to College Station to give the SEC its eighth regional spot, or UCLA. And Texas A&M's metrics are just a little bit better. But it's debatable they would send it to UCLA. To me, that's that's a bad practice. To me, that, that doesn't make any sense. Because instead of showcasing what is a really good atmosphere at, at Texas A&M, is it Duty Noble? No. Is it Swayze? No. Is it kind of weird with the bubbles? Yeah. But it's a good atmosphere. It's a nice-looking ballpark, good engaged crowd. It's a good atmosphere. You would be better suited showing off another great atmosphere to inspire others to create the same than sending it to Los Angeles where nobody gives a crap and 300 people are at every game because that's not gaining a fan. Haven't you noticed Missouri lately? When you guys are done here, Missouri's playing Kansas right now. If you're on social, if you're on the internet right now, if you're watching me, you have social media. Look at Missouri's crowd tonight. They have a thing down the first base line where there's students. They got students down the first base line drinking beer. It's a good, engaged baseball crowd. You don't know why that's happening. Yes, I know they're playing a bitter rival. But if Missouri was still in the Big 12, they, they wouldn't be inspired to try. But because they see the atmospheres across the league, they are trying as an institution to make baseball a thing there because they see others do it and they envy what others have. So that concept that they fall into the trap of way too often, JP, is I I, I wish that were the case. I just I don't think it ever will be because of their antiquated line of thinking. I don't. I don't think that's the best way to do it. Giving it to places that don't really care. No, show off the great and inspire others to be like that. And then send a regional there when they deserve it. That's how you grow the game. That's how you change it. To me. Chase says, if they take two the next two weekends, certainly feasible in the midweek, State can find themselves sitting at 22 and 13, and we are having an entirely different conversation. That's how you get back in the hosting conversation. The problem is their RPI stinks right now. Now it's the SEC. It's going to keep going up, especially if you win these series. It'll keep going up. Jason says Southern Miss is one of those teams that may not be that physically talented, but they play great team ball. I'm not predicting it, but every few years, one of those teams will sneak up and win it all. Looks like their bats are coming alive. I still wonder if that's going to be their Achilles heel, though. Chase says, yeah, I totally forgot about Major League Baseball starting. You're not alone, man. I did. I'm technically a professional sports commentator, although that can be interpreted loosely. Mason says, my Mayberry Devil's Lettuce gave me a laugh today. Thank you for that. No problem, man. Send that. I'm telling you, send that petition to my house. I'll sign it. I uh, I will sign it. 
because ah, that's not what this platform is for. But you read me. Johan says, I can't wait to get the Albatross of Conference USA off our next. Coming soon, man. Coming soon. JP says, yep, national sports is on to the draft and the Masters. And, of course, college baseball reigns supreme in this state amongst the Cardinals and the Braves fans. It does. I mean, I'm excited to take my son to Mississippi Braves games. I am. I, I really am. Um, the minor leagues got hurt bad by COVID. I think that, I mean, you you saw it last year. Attendance numbers were pretty poor nationally uh, when it comes to minor league baseball. Uh, you just you hope that people didn't forget how how cheap and and fun and good minor league baseball is. You, you get a seat for five bucks. You watch a bunch of nineteen year olds play really good ball. Um, you have a beer and a hot dog, and there's a bouncy house for the kid. <laughs> there's worse ways to spend a Friday night. You know what I mean? Hopefully that comes back. But yeah, I mean it, it's Masters in the draft. The story tomorrow, the the story tomorrow in sports is not Major League Baseball on Major League Baseball's opening day. Could you imagine saying that saying that about the NFL? Saying that about college football? Mm-mm. You say that tomorrow. Chase says he can't make himself care about Major League Baseball until the postseason. Yeah, I was talking to a, a, a friend who's a big Major League Baseball fan the other day, and he said, he gets pumped up for the first week and then the last week. <laughs> it's just too much to keep up with. Now, the one thing I, I wish I envy about Major League Baseball fans is that you basically get a game every day. That's pretty sick. I mean, you know, basketball plays 82, so I get that feeling kind of, you know, every other day or a game and then two days in a game. Sometimes there's a back-to-back, but that that's one thing I'm jealous of for you, like, true Major League Baseball fans. If you're a Braves fan, you got a game every day. You got a game every day. I, I am jealous of that. That's pretty fun. Tyler doesn't keep up with it until the playoff time either. Jason says, I hate golf, but still would rather hear about that than Major League Baseball. Wow. You're going to hear a lot about that tomorrow on the radio show, my friend. Yeah, Jason, you should have done it. Some guy beat you to that last year, wearing a, a state shirt, going to Tucson. Some guy beat you to it. Why does LSU still think they have the best baseball facilities? Uh, hubris uh, and overwhelming, undeserved sense of self-importance. Now, their atmosphere is incredible. It is at the box, man. It's incredible. Bunch of bunch of Cajuns that are just into the game. You know, it, it's the most engaged atmosphere in the sport, possibly. In terms of like everybody is in, like in it, but that's not anywhere close to the best facility in college baseball. Not even not anywhere close. Like they might win the attendance award this year, maybe. I mean, maybe state beats them. But in terms of niceness of the facility, they're not in the top ten. Hell, I bet you could get to twenty before you get to the niceness of the facility. Not the size, but how nice it is. There's a difference. Like, I've been to a game at Penn State. Stadium, what, 108,000 people? Incredible environment. Stadium is awful. It's awful. Seriously, uh, Davis Wade and Vaught Hemingway are more... Okay, I don't know how to say this. More enjoyable experiences is probably not the best phrase, but Beaver Stadium is awful in terms of the actual stadium itself. The environment is incredible. The loudest stadium I've ever heard in my life. It's incredible. Stadium, a dump. That's LSU baseball. Stadium, dump, environment, great. Two different things. I think State could top 37,000 this weekend. Um, If they win one of the first two games. If they win one of the first two games, the Sunday crowd will be nice. I, I think if they go 0-2, the Sunday crowd will lack to, to top that number. But, yeah, I think they'll get over that. Pirates says they haven't had over 7,000 people at any games this year. In midweek, they might have 1,500. But since they sell 10,000 season tickets, they list that every game. Their crowds have been pathetic. Absolutely. Hey, um, send me, since you won the group, 
if you have Twitter, I think I responded this to you on the text line, and I don't remember if you responded back to me. If you have Twitter, uh, send me a DM. If you don't have Twitter, send me an email. My last name, Borky at supertalk.fm. You got me? Um, so either send me a DM on Twitter or send me an email, Borky at supertalk.fm, because you're getting a two-night stay at Pearl River Resort, and you're going to get to play golf. So, and eat on us. Well, you know, night stay, food, golf, on us. So, um, reach out to me, though. I, I've got to, you know, i got to verify that it's actually you. So, anyway. Yeah, every state actually counts it a little bit better. <laughs> they actually count it semi-accurately. That's why... Um, Every day, unless you have YouTube TV. Yeah, the the whole Valley Sports is Valley Sports or Sinclair, I guess is what it's really called, hates you. They hate their customer. They do. They bought the rights to your fa- to their customers' teams for a gaudy amount of money, and it made it impossible for you, the fan, to actually consider. Switching the platform to chase the team. I mean, if I wanted to watch the Pelicans legally, I don't. I watch them on my computer via illegal stream. Sorry. Uh, I would have to spend three times more a month for my cable package than I do right now. Hell no, I'm not doing that. Sorry for the language, but I'm not. No shot. So they, they hate their consumer. And those greedy whatever you want to call them, I'm trying to clean it up on here. Those greedy jerks are uh, are draining their fans. And I hope they get what they deserve. Mason says, considering how bad the minors treat guys, could you see more people coming to play in college with NIL and more exposure they get? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, college baseball is a better life than minor league baseball. It's a significantly better life. You should see how these guys travel. Uh, some of their living situations. You read these articles, man, uh, where, where six guys are living in two bedroom apartments because that's all they can afford. Uh, it's horrible. It, it's really horrible. And, you know, the the players, and I appreciate the perspective of some players that have spoken out on this, where they say, you know, I knew what I was signing up for. But it doesn't make it right, because if I want to play professional baseball, this is what I have to do first. So I knew what I was getting into, but is there not a better way? Love that perspective. That's how you get people to listen to you. Don't you wish that, like, our politicians and stuff would would take that approach to things? Instead of screaming about it and, and labeling, I, I I don't remember where the article was. It, it was it's been months now since I I read an article that was stemmed from a tweet thread from a minor league baseball player, where he didn't call the owners names, he, he didn't call anybody names, he didn't put labels on anything, he didn't use foul language. He just said, "Hey, this is our life. This is what I deal with." I know that I signed up for this. I knew what I was getting into, but isn't there a better way? Laid out facts, rationally, without accusations, without spin, without labels, like we see all the time in our political discourse today. Just laid it out. Here are the facts. I know know what I signed up for. And... Can we be better? That makes me want to listen to you. It's just incredible how easy it is to be respectful. And as a society, no, that's not true. The platforms, the people on the platforms, social media and the media itself, how and political leaders and business leaders, how bad we fail at just basic 
conversation and respect. Day-to-day conversations, discourse is fine. Online, it's insanity. It's crazy how that works. Chase says they need to stop testing in Major League Baseball again, ban the shift, drop the mound, let people be juiced to the gills, and let's play ball. Bet the ratings and attendance go up. Absolutely, the golden age of baseball was during the home run chase. It's been downhill ever since. Yeah, I've actually heard that sentiment before. The games are too long, Jason. But yeah, beautiful stadium. Great scene. You probably saw, what, six, seven hits? If I had to guess, four hours, six, seven hits, maybe a couple home runs, which are exciting, but, you know, nine minutes of ball in play. Yeah, it's a great time. So they'll never go to a 60-game schedule, but I think 120 makes more sense. Because uh, you still have to, you have to have a long season to balance out the the random in baseball. There's just so many outliers in short sample sizes in baseball that having a long longer season allows the better teams to to even themselves out, or, or allow the the odds to you know be normalized. That's why a casino's open twenty four hours, right? Because if if you're open six hours a day you could get just wrecked one day because in that six-hour window, for some reason, you lost a bunch of money and just, you know, people doing slots won a few thousand bucks by chance and then you close. But if you never close, the chances of getting beaten in a day lessens. Same thing in baseball. Uh, Unfortunately, Sinclair owns those rights. But yes, I think that they should go, all sports should. The NBA should. NFL doesn't have to because they have, Television partners willing to spend billions of uh, of dollars, and it doesn't matter. Um, but when it comes to the the more niche sports like the NBA and Major League Baseball, um, I think these teams or, or leagues should go to subscription models that are not like League Pass. Because if you have League Pass, for example, in the NBA, your local market team is blacked out, so you still have to deal with those kind of partners. I think each team or the league should have a monthly subscription where if you're a Braves fan and you want to watch the Atlanta Braves, it's $20 a month. And you go to atlantabraves.com or download the Atlanta Braves app and you can watch the game. Why is that so hard? It would make a killing. I'd pay it. But it's just me. Yeah, Jason, I'm trying to clean it up on here. We started going to church. I need to be a better representation of myself because the people, a lot of people at the church recognize me. And so I need to represent them better. And also I've got a two and a half year old. That's very impressionable. So I've got to clean it up. You know what I mean? Um, no, Mason, I appreciate you. Just uh, Just keep subscribing and liking the video. Um, I've thought about Patreon. What I would like to start doing, if I could ever find the time, is uh, a Substack, do a newsletter. I miss writing. I, I used to, I like writing more, honestly. Um, but between radio show and and all the prep and the social media and all that stuff that I have to do for it, I just I can't sit down and write lengthy newsletters either. But maybe one day. Um, yeah, just keep just keep watching these and. You know, subscribing and liking the videos—that's uh, that's all you can do, man. But I appreciate that. I really do. Just the the fact that you would even think about Patreon is uh, it's really freaking cool. So I appreciate that a lot. Do I think Sims gets picked in the first round? Uh, if I were a team in need of a closer, I would. Everybody says his future is uh, is starter, but it's okay if it's not. I would still take him. I mean, you need some assurances, of course. You got to see how the rehab's going and stuff like that. But Tommy John should not scare you away from picking him in the first round if you would have otherwise. Wouldn't scare me away. Of course, with, with checking in and stuff like that. But it wouldn't scare me away as long as all the boxes are checked in his rehab. Yeah, the super chat feature. I've got to get to a thousand subscribers before I'm able to enable that. 
that's uh, that's the thing. So once I get there, I'll be able to enable that. Uh, I have found that live, it's really hard to, to build subs- a subscriber base doing just live videos. So I have got to, I've got to remind myself to cut out some time during the day to do shorts because shorts will help me build a subscriber base to get, to be able to monetize and, and do all that. So how good is the point guard from MRA class of 23? I think his last name is Hubbard. Look like, looks like he's going to visit MSU now since they hired Jans. I honestly, I don't know much about basketball recruiting. That is something I will look into though. Um, Cause I live right down the road from, uh, from his school. So if he's worth checking out, I'll, I'll go watch him uh, one night. But honestly, I don't know. I, I, I'm embarrassed that I have that answer to, to a question like that, but I, I don't know much. I, I will look into it though, because, uh, Go watch him play. I used to live, my backyard used to touch MRA's property, uh, basically. There was a road in between their outfield wall and my backyard. Uh, moved just up the road, but still within shouting distance. So, anyway. All right, guys, I'm going to get going. I'm uh, going to get going. But I appreciate all of you. Don't forget to like the video. Subscribe if you haven't already. Um, appreciate all of you for watching, and I'll be back. Sunday after the Masters. Uh, Matsuyama did incredible picking the menu. That's one of the better. I, I looked at some of the past champions dinners. That's the best menu. One of the best menus that's ever been put together. The Wagyu ribeye? Yes, sir. Um, yes, please. That was good stuff. Sushi and Wagyu ribeye. Yeah, you can't get much better than that. See you guys Sunday. Sunday at roughly 8. We'll talk Masters. We'll talk Baseball Weekend. And then the draft is like two weeks away after that. See you guys. uh, See you Sunday. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.